Good morning. Today is Sunday, October 24th, 2021. Recently, I've had a lot of conversations about pigs. Now, the subjects are very, very different one from the other, but there is a connecting theme. Impossible Foods, which produces the plant-based Impossible Burger, which is kosher, certified by the OU, has just introduced Impossible Pork. But the OU has announced that even though Impossible Pork could be kosher, it's plant-based, the OU will not certify it as kosher due to, in quotation marks, the sensitivities of the kosher consumer. In other words, Jews may be grossed out by a food called pork, even if it was kosher. For example, uh, there was an article that quoted some kosher observant Jews who said, the word pork is definitely a gross aversion to me. I have this visceral reaction to it. There's something about pork that is just triggering. Now, I understand that. But that doesn't explain to me, and I don't understand why the OU can't supervise it for those people who are not grossed out about it. I mean, I'm grossed out by um, all-dressed potato chips. But I don't criticize the OU for supervising them for those misguided individuals who want to eat them. Yes, it is true. There is a halacha of maris ayin, and we've discussed this before. Maris ayin means to do an action that a reasonable other person would see me doing this and think that I was doing something wrong. We've discussed this, but how could anybody possibly think that eating this product is eating non-kosher because it's not called pork. It's called impossible pork. The name itself is telling you that it is not pork. How is that different from mock crab? And we know that there is no Jewish community in the world that is able to survive today without mock crab in its sushi. Or bakos. Or if you do a search of all the products that the OU supervises as kosher, here's what you will find. There are 219 results for a food product supervised by the OU that has the word bacon in it. There are 22 results for products that contain the word shrimp. There are 30 results already for products that contain the word pork. 
in the name, and there are seven results for OU products that contain the word lobster. In fact, the Talmud explicitly says that every non-kosher food has a food that tastes like it, which is kosher. Furthermore, the Talmud says, this is a quote from the Talmud Yerushalmi, the Jerusalem Talmud in Tractate Kedushin. The Talmud says at the end of a person's life, they must answer to God for all the permissible pleasures this world has to offer that they did not experience. Now, you could ask the question, do we really need a product, a food that tastes like pork? Is there an aspect of overindulgence in the Jewish world today where we are obsessed with pursuing pleasures? So the answer to that is certainly yes, but I think that ship has sailed. And if we're going to have cautious organizations cut down on the choices available to kosher consumers, I suggest starting with the varieties of herring available. There's herring with cream, there's herring with onions, there's herring with wine sauce. I don't think anybody needs all those things. Who needs that? Or... <laughs> And I'm not making this up. This year saw the introduction of kosher pumpkin-flavored gefilte fish. Come on. If you're going to start reducing choices because Jewish people who keep kosher don't really need it, I would start with pumpkin-flavored gefilte fish. There is hope, however. Because Rabbi Menachem Ganak, the head of the OU Kashrus division, did say in an interview when he announced that the OU was not going to supervise it, he did say it was a very close call. It could have gone either way, frankly. This is something which we absolutely would be willing to review in the future. I think it is a wrong approach to be revulsed by a pig or any other non-kosher animal. I know, by the way, there are groups of Jews who will refuse to allow their children to play with a toy, a stuffed animal that is a non-kosher animal, like a teddy bear. Can you imagine raising children without having a stuffed teddy bear? I don't think that's the right attitude from a Jewish philosophical point of view. Because even if we are not allowed to eat it, it is, after all, a creation of God. And there is a reason pigs made it onto Noah's Ark. Especially pigs which is the other big news. And this is much bigger and much more significant. And that is, it was announced recently 
that doctors have been able to successfully transplant a human, I'm sorry, a pig kidney into a human being and to have the organ not be rejected. This is a monumental breakthrough in medical technology. Because the truth is, in the United States alone, more than 90,000 people are waiting for a kidney transplant, and that does not include the 500,000 people on dialysis who would only be able to get off dialysis if there was a transplant. Every day in the United States, 12 people waiting for a kidney transplant die of their illness. But the problem is there are not enough. There are not enough human organs for everyone who needs them. And to be able to use the kidney from a pig to save someone's life is a massive breakthrough in medicine. Already, you may know, pigs are used to transplant heart valves. And the reason, by the way, that pigs are used for these different parts is because there is a lot of similarity in the size and the form of pig organs and human organs. And in fact, that, that fact, that phenomenon was noted already in the Talmud. There's an amazing passage in the Talmud. The Talmud says, Rabbi Yehuda, when he heard that there was an illness afflicting pigs, he declared a full day of prayer and fasting for the entire community during which they prayed to God to protect them from this illness. Why were they afraid of a disease going on among pigs and not among other animals? Because they understood that the internal organs of a pig are quite similar to that of humans, and they were afraid that if there would be an illness among pigs, it might spread to humans. Of course, it is permissible for a Jew to have a transplant from a pig. The idea that there would be some kind of problem with such a thing is an incorrect way of thinking and it is a mistaken outlook on life. And this is highly significant for us because as you know, we've discussed before, the subject of human organ donations is a controversial subject in Jewish law, largely depending on how we define the moment of death of the potential donor. Now, my opinion, which I've shared many times, 
is that it is not only permitted to donate organs and therefore to receive organs, life-saving organs, it is not only permitted when done in accordance with Jewish law guidelines, it is the highest mitzvah that a person can fulfill, saving someone else's life. But even if all Jews were to agree with me, there just aren't enough human organs available for all those who need them. If a pig can save a human life, we should be grateful and recognize how everything God created is created for our benefit in one way or another. So if you don't want to eat something kosher that is called pork or that tastes like pork, that's fine. It's your business. But don't denigrate pigs. A pig might save your life one day. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. And I look forward to seeing all of you soon in person.